Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Final whistle yeah. has gone at Anfield, and can we can we, take a moment because can if, we just, can we literally just have a moment? Can we? Oh, Aston Villa showed no attacking threat through most of the game. Liverpool go one 0 up, yeah. and all of a sudden, my goodness gracious me, they turn three sixty. I did promise the super chat guys they can have the Steven Gerrard song. Take it uh, away. Now that the game's over, I will deliver on that promise. Oh yes, here's a little rendition of the Stevie G song for you. In the chat, we'll take that away, yeah. Oh, I'll take a breath, so Errol. Like I say before, it, it was a strange game. I say they, they showed nothing until we went one up, and then they showed such an enemy. I'm thinking now, if they'd have done that all game, we might have had problems in the end, to yeah. be fair. I say this right, they didn't get a shot on target. No. But they felt like they had chances, they were in and around our box, there was a bit of panic, a bit of confusion. Like if you look at the stats, four shots none on target, with only 37% of the possession for Aston Villa, you'd think they were offering nothing. Yeah. But by the end there, it felt nervy for Liverpool, it was nervous Anfield, nervous in here. Yeah. And, and, and it was a relief in the end to get the final whistle, it didn't feel like it was going to be that way for quite a while. No, it didn't. I think if, if we would have scored early, there would have been more of a game to have been had there. I think it would have been a little bit more like that. And, you know, you've seen it there with a bit of an example of their, their, their late free kick that they had. He kind of want, you'd think he was going to pump it long, but he'd want to play it short. And then we kind of capture it, we sniff it out. Uh, and, and then we go and hit them on the break, really. We could have done a little bit better with John, Jota's finish. But that could have been the game that we would have had had we have scored early. It didn't transpire like that. And to be honest, I was nervy towards the end because... No matter how much control we had, it always just looked like if the ball just falls at the wrong time, or if if we overcommit in the wrong area, the ref will give a you know a dodgy decision. It looked as if we could easily shoot ourselves in the foot and end up, end up with a draw. Yeah, we've seen it so far this season. You know, like against Brentford and Brighton, um, and I just didn't want today to be history repeating itself. Yeah, if you look elsewhere as well, we, we saw that um, Man City get a, a penalty win, don't they, against yeah. Wolves? Chelsea beat Leeds 3-2 with a 94th minute penalty and Liverpool win 1-0 with a penalty. It seems like one of those games where a bit of fatigue maybe, but obviously but all those teams have played in Europe in midweek, although Liverpool didn't make changes. Yeah. It still felt maybe that was, it's one of those that you've just got a dog out. And if you look now at the Premier League table, it's, it's kind of as you were yeah. really. City, go, City are still top 38 points from their 16 games. Liverpool second, 37 points from their 16 games. And Chelsea, 36 points from there, 16 games. Jorginho's 94th minute penalty um, keeps Chelsea just one point behind Liverpool. And then the gap to West Ham, we haven't played, obviously, is a big one. It's it's nine points as as we stand. Um, let's go to the Liverpool game. And again, for those who are listening along or watching, sorry, um, we'll be doing your ratings after this show and we'll be doing the player ratings as well, which is going to be fun. Um, and then over on Redmen Plus a bit later on, we'll be doing the instant match reaction as well. 
So we'll we'll deep dive into that game on the instant match reactions. It's gonna be one. It's gonna be a difficult one to think to speak about, Ella, because yeah. it was such a weird game and that Liverpool were dominant, but it, they just couldn't quite fashion that major major chance. And then ultimately, I thought Tyrone Mings has an amazing game. He's so good for Aston Villa. He could even be the man of the match. Yeah. But Mo Salah dancing around and once forces him into a penalty, and that's all Makes we sense. needed. Yeah, and it, and it really was. And I think it's unfortunate for him because he played so well as their like their linchpin in defence all afternoon. And it's him that gives away the penalty uh, where we ultimately punished him. But his partner for early parts of that didn't play great. Looked like he gave away two fouls in the box and doesn't give away any penalties in the end either. So it was, it was just bad decisions there. And I think, you know, you know, how do you got the pens early? Maybe the ref doesn't give that one for Salah or is that the most nailed on one out of the four that we possibly had? You're probably going to argue that it is. Um, but it doesn't matter. Salah dispatches that pen unbelievably. He puts it bottom bottom right to his side, you know, hits the post, goes in. Martinez has no chance with it. It just felt for me that we didn't have that ruthless Liverpool, yeah. ruthless Liverpool didn't turn up today. Now I don't want to speculate that that was because the you know the guy sitting in the other dugout was Steven Gerrard. I don't think that would have been the case. It just looked like we we left our shooting boots in in, in the lockers or you know on a training ground. We just didn't bring that clinical edge. No, as we fair, like Jota has a couple of good chances, doesn't he? And he, he hasn't trained all week, and maybe that gives you a bit of benefit, like a bit of you know. That's how important training can be. Maybe yeah. he's not as sharp. He has, he's hardly trained. He gets a name on. Given the benefits on. of the doubt, can't we? I mean, like. We used Ox as the false nine, and that, that didn't really work. But Liverpool were in control of that game. Like I say, my my thinking coming away now is, if Villa come out as earlier, I know they were worried about keeping the back door closed. Like they were time wasting, like the goalies time wasting that nil nil. They were desperate for that to be as long as they could. Yeah. They they caused the problems. Like they, they nearly left us well, with a bloody nose. I think. If, I, if we don't score when we do five more minutes and then that becomes their tactic anyway <coughs> try and nick a win to try and nick a win yeah 100% I think that becomes their tactic anyway just try and switch it up change the momentum try and get you know get the balls over the top get them push Liverpool back a few yards uh, and see if we can kind of turn the screws the fact that we scored it just meant that you know the impetus was on it has to be now we have to draw for that card now like I say had we have being more ruthless or a little bit more clinical or, you know, the officiating would have been a little bit more fair, maybe, should we say, in the first half. That game could have been a very interesting second half. I think that would have been two teams that would have actually went for each other and tried to get something out of it. Does that mean that Villa would have been a little bit more exposed at the back? Yes, but at times he was anyway. And Tyrone Mings was throwing his life on the line as if, it, you know, his life depended on it and he really did a good job. I, I just... I would have just liked to have seen a little bit more in attack from Villa sooner. But it, it came, we weathered their little storm for 15 to 20 minutes. And in the end, I was just kind of glad that we got out of there, Steve. Yeah, absolutely. You just take, take the three points. I think yeah. all the three teams looking for the title, who are in the title race this season, are just taking points and running all in by penalties, all in, in you know, they had to, to graph for it. Like City had to graph against 10 men for all game and yeah. got, got a, a contentious penalty. We had a penalty. I know the Villa fans thinking they might have had a penalty for the for the Watkins instance as well. They, that wasn't given. It looked like all three of the teams at the top really did struggle and maybe that's indicative of just the time of year and what we're going to have to go through for a few weeks while well, quite things a lot. fast. Exactly. It's that period. Isn't it? And for me, the most important thing is the results. You know, I think Gerard would have been looking at the performance today and his lads to just basically see where do we come pair with this Liverpool side I think from our perspective you know we've, we've seen that we can we're capable of putting good performances together when it matters but at this moment in time this point in the season getting close to that halfway mark it's just about putting points on the board yeah. and sticking in with this 
you know, title chasing pack and we're right in the middle of it. We're in the thick of it. We're breathing down City's neck. We're trying to make ground on Chelsea, which means there's pressure on them to keep up with us. We are in a prime position at the moment. And games like this, when you've seen that City, you can't see what Chelsea are going to do because you're playing at the same time with them. But you've seen City did get, you know, the, the look of the green today in their game. So what do we have to do? It doesn't matter about the performance. Day. It matters about the results. And today, by hook, by crook, Liverpool got the job done. So it's a big well done to the lads. I'm thinking for if you're Manchester City, then you, you, I think they've won nine Premier League games on the run now. And if you win nine games on the run, you're probably hoping bloody hell there's going to be a gap like, there. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's a city. I think that's right in saying that. It might be eight. I think it's nine. And then you turn around and Liverpool only one point behind. And we are hot on their tails. Like we're saying, it, like it was last time. I mean, it, if it starts now, by the way, we might not make it to April because I might have a heart attack. But it was always you have to win them. We have to win them. You have to win. And to be fair, Chelsea answered the core bit today. I think we may be starting to see a few cracks in Chelsea, perhaps. I don't know. But again, by hook or by crook, they get the points that they needed to get as well. But it was important, like I say, you don't, if you're not going to play well, just win. And I suppose, yeah. like Mohamed Salah's missed a penalty for Liverpool this season already, don't forget that. Big pressure on that penalty. And Emi Martinez, we know, is the master of the egg games. And he's yeah. talking to him. And he's pointing where he's going to hit it. And he goes the right way. Just a world-class penalty from Mohamed Salah. There's nothing Martinez can do. to He'd have to go three seconds early yeah, to get yeah. down. And he's massive, by the way. It's, it's a great pen. And look, I mean, it's... Our main man delivers 21 goals this season now and, and, and we, need, we needed him yeah, to step call, up what he did. Yeah, when you're going to call on someone, you know, you, you've got your talisman for a reason and, you know, for the last four seasons, Mo Salah has just taken that mantle of being Liverpool's talisman and when those big moments come, I know we can talk about Origi being clutching in, in games when you bring him off on the bench and he, and he comes up with big moments as well, but he, you'd be hard-pressed to find another more clinical clutch striker in European world football than Mohamed Salah because that's just what he is. He, he lives and breathes for those moments. You know, I know he might have missed a penalty, but it doesn't affect him when it goes to the next one or it doesn't affect him when he misses those chances. He scared a couple over the bar today. Yeah, he but he just thinks, you know what, wait, I'll get the next chance and I'll, I'll make something of it. There was a few incidences where, you know, I think that, that break towards the end is probably the one that sticks out in my mind where I just think, he probably takes a little bit too long to make up his mind and then by the time he makes up his mind, he makes the wrong decision. Yeah. But, it can all be forgiven because we, we've won and we don't have to nitpick those moments but in the big moment which was the penalty not only does he win it for us with his intensity and, and, and his intention to drive at Ollie, Ollie Watkins um, Tyrone Minks to commit him but he wins the penalty and then he dispatches it perfectly yeah he did like I say that, that was now Liverpool's 10th clean sheet of the season in the Premier League by the way that's in their 16 opening games again Andrew Beasley tweets that out and said that the only, they've only ever had more at one point in any Premier League season that was in 05-06 we had 13 from 16 games there like and I, it, I think it's important to say although Villa looked like they were threatening at the end it was always a good a good bit of defending so by hook or by crook. Even yeah. on where you know Allison webs the strings that matter. But Alice, I mean, I know Villa, some Villa fans think that might have been a penalty on Ing, but I think Allison maybe got a touch on the ball. But even so, it was all a bit like although it was last gasp. At least we were there. Like Robertson just about getting around the back to get a foot in or a, a toe in here or a toe in there. Like Liverpool, to be fair, Villa were attacking at the end, and they, they, again I was panicking. I was panicking sitting watching it here. Liverpool, by hook or by crook, the defence deserved credit because ultimately they just about got. They were in the right place, or yeah. something. It wasn't like they got but lucky. It was, it was and, and and again, let's have it straight. Aston Villa for a large part of that game 
we're at the point where there was that much under the cosh. They had to do the last ditch tackles. They had to put the body on the line. They had to get blocks in. And you sit there and me and you both said, you know, that's great defending by Tyrone Mings. That because he was when good. You, yeah, he was good. And when you need someone to do that particular thing, that's the art of defending. You might not always be able to read the game, but it's your recovery sometimes. And it's where you can position yourself in and around that box to, to cut out and mitigate opportunities being created by the other team. And in the end, it was kind of role reversal and it was Liverpool's turn to show a little bit of that and if we didn't have that steel if we didn't have that mentality they could have cut us open or those half chances and we don't read them properly might have got through to their players and they might have had a bit more of an opportunity in front of goal but as you said by whichever which way it worked out we ensured that we didn't be under siege and we didn't buckle under the pressure and in that sense, you've got to commend the defence for doing that because it's another clean sheet. Allison's got another clean sheet. He didn't have a lot to do. And then usually when times like that and you call on him, he normally stands up and he's like 10 foot tall. Today he wasn't. He was human. He wasn't superhuman today. He was just human. But that was just enough. And in the end, we were, we were complaining about the referee, weren't we, for a long, long time? Because I think there's a... I've been lucky we haven't really mentioned them uh, up until yeah, this point. I was going to say, we, we got one well. then, which I think he had to give it, because I think VAR would have overturned that one if he yeah. never if he never gave it. I, I mean, again, who knows? But he did... I, again, this could have been... If, if he gives one of those early ones and Villa come out early doors, it's a whole different, different game. game yeah. We don't know how it would have played out. But Liverpool did get in and around the box, like whether they were five, tripped, a bit of good defending... I was I was encouraged by how often we were in their final third, and again I I'm, I'm not a Atwell fan. I don't think he's a very good ref at all. I don't think mm. Anfield liked them there. In the end, I don't think he, I think he had to give that one. But on a different day, he could have given the first, second, or third ones. Yeah, it yeah. could be three. He could give all three, and we could be sitting here on the back of another four nil. It just so happened that again some good defending by Ming, some questionable refereeing calls. Some good goalkeeping, I think. Amy Martinez makes a couple of good saves. Well, it, yeah. it, it wasn't like Liverpool didn't create anything, was it? No, it, it wasn't at all. I, you know, I, I'd never suggest that we 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 looked toothless because we we didn't. It nope. was just that ruthless edge that we you know we're used to seeing. You know, we've smashed Man U, we've smashed Everton, we, we've we've played well against Arsenal. There have been teams that we've just dispatched so far this season, and we've just had far too much for them. And it was almost in that vein, you know, the. the where we was, where we had the ball and the positions we were getting ourselves into was great. It was just we didn't really cut them open. We didn't have any clear cut chances, so to speak. And the one, ones where we did was when we was already one nil up. And you're probably thinking better decision making or better finishing. And the game probably ends two or three. Yeah. And you're not really looking at the penalties because we've done far too much for you, or we've had too much for Villa by that point in time. Yeah. But as it stands, we didn't put those to bed. We didn't finish our tea. And you're looking at that penalty now as probably the one call that the ref did get right in, in that 90 minutes. And hopefully, again, it's one of those games that when, when you put a season package and you know together and Liverpool have hopefully won a title, it's a game that gets mentioned for 30 seconds and you forget about it, but yeah. it's a big three points. If you can't play well, just win and we'll, and we'll sort the rest out yeah. later. And that's what Liverpool did there. They went amazing. They have, they, listen, two one nils. You still get six points for it. It doesn't really matter. We've, we've been scoring goals for fun. Right now, the clean sheets as well. The amount of goals yeah. we've put on the board, or put on the board already. The clean sheets were what you know. Chelsea have just conceded another two. I think that takes us to the same, almost the same goal difference as them. Now we might be one within one, um, or on the same goal difference as Chelsea, which were a couple of weeks ago. Everyone was saying how good Chelsea's defense was, and they haven't leaked that many goals. So to be on the same goal difference, not goal difference, but to be conceded the same amount of goals away as them. You know, we're headed in the right direction, not for me, so I'll take it. Got a super chat here from Rem who says, Can Minamino or Jota play right wing? If you want, again, I think he's, I think basically what the plan is there is if Mo Salah had to go up front, 
who can play right. Could could maybe instead of playing Ox, but again, if Jota was fit, he'd be up front, wouldn't he? Yeah, if Jota was fit, he would. But I'd have it'd be Mo up top, Mane right, and then Jota left. If you had to do it, if I had to do it, yeah, you'd stick Jota from when Minamino could play anyway. I think he's been playing about five or six different positions, including centre midfield at one point. Anyway, we're going to start wrapping up the the final final whistle show there. Errol will be back shortly with your reactions to that game. If you go over to the Red Men social accounts now. Uh, and let let the reply to those tweets and or Facebook posts and let us know your thoughts. Errol will be reading out the best of those. Then I will be over at the board for my player ratings. Um, I'll need your help for that. I think it's a tough one. Get in the live chat and help me out with those ones as well. And then once those two shows have finished on YouTube, we'll be over on the Redmen Plus streaming live over on Redmen Plus, the instant match reaction. But 20 minutes, we'll go in-depth into all the stars, all the key moments of the game as well. Again, that will be shown live in about an hour or so's time over there. And if you missed that, it'll stay there forever. So if you do sign up to Redmen Plus, if you've got to go out, you've got stuff to do, sign up now. You can always watch it later when you get back to it. Like I say, if you sign up as a club legend as well, you will be inserted into our daily advent draws. We're doing a draw every single day from December 1st to December 25th, giving away some amazing prizes, including a signed Jordan Henderson picture and a signed frame share by Kenny Daglish. Errol, it's been an absolute pleasure on this one. We'll be back shortly to go go through all the thoughts of the game. But thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you all soon. Ta-da. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.